Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 Tell your chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Apparently, this is episode 36. It's Rule of Two. We are part of the Rule of Two, but I am not the best hair in the business, Mark Yodius Rileyus. I am merely Christian Harloff, a.k.a. Darth Harloff, Harloff Minor, substituting for the man stuck in Chicago. And I can tell you that he is going from Jedi to Sith pretty quick when you see all the delays. That is Mark Riley. I'm Christian Harloff. And joining me, as always, he is the Sith Lord, the evil Sith Lord, the man who keeps this place going. It is Darth Fernandez, hello. How are you? What do they call you? They call you. First of all, Darth Fernandez yeah. is pretty good. What do they call you? They usually call me Mark Sidious, which I don't. I, you know, eh, I don't love like, it. Ruler Two has never really embraced the whole like Names. pseudonym thing. Yeah, I like Darth Fernandez. <laughs> Darth Fernandez is pretty good. Pretty easy. But look, welcome back. Yeah, good to have you. So I mean, welcome back in a, in a lot of different ways because the did the Riley s- really get stuck out there, or is he just like? Oh no, dude! Everybody got screwed. American Airlines stinks. It's was it American? Thanks. Yeah, because everybody else got back. A lot of people did. Um, you got back. I was on United. I was booked on United on Monday when the weather was good. A lot of these people were booked on Sunday, and they pushed them back until Tuesday night. American stinks. It's like they didn't even put them up at hotels. I had to pay for the hotels. They didn't even pay for the hotels. They right. stink. American. And, and, and stink. the Phantom Menace event was yesterday. Uh, it was, and that's why they were able to actually go to that because Ken wasn't going to go. Ken wasn't going to go. Riley wasn't going to go. Nobody was going to go and because they had to leave on Sunday, and they went up going. So they, they Did you go? No, I was already on the plane. What was it? They just showed the movie and some of the cast was They on brought it? out the cast, but I think that uh, Emperor Palpatine himself told some cool stories about uh, Liam Neeson and just you know kind of the cool stuff that we saw at Celebration. What, so Ian McDermott ago? actually talked. Oh, yeah, for a while, for sure. But not, not during the episode nine panel. Sure, but, sure. But during the Phantom Menace panel, it's one of the ways. It was a cool reveal to obviously bring him in on Friday, and then you know he's going to speak on Monday. So that was probably another reason they probably got another flow of people to go in there to see what the hell he was going to say, if anything at all. Yeah, and did yeah. he? I think he kind of said something. He, I don't know if it was on Star Wars show or whatever else it might have been, but he said something along. He kept saying Rise of the Skywalkers, and I don't know if that's just him just messing up the title or. 
Skywalkers. Rise of the Skywalkers. Um, <laughs> Skywalkers. Yeah, but I, uh, but I don't know. Uh, Which is interesting that he says that, though. He said it twice. He said it twice. He That's said interesting. It twice. But Infaness, the actress who, who played Infaness in Solo, actually had a, something that she said that people were like, wait, what? She talked about Solo being a series of films. And there was, you know, there's that rumor about them doing it for the streaming service. Well, Alden did sign the three picture deal. Right. And they said it's a series of films. Maybe that's just what they told. They were told, thinking, and rightfully so, thinking that it's probably going to be successful. You know what? I actually wouldn't mind another solo movie. If it was on the streaming service. I wouldn't want to see it in the big screen. It's, it's too much of a risk financially. Fine. Fine. Streaming service, big screen, I think we're both on the same page that it doesn't matter anymore. Like well, a feature is a feature. Well, it matters as far as if I'm looking into the business side of things. If you put out solo, to which is not even arguably, it's factually – the lowest Star Wars movie financially of all time, mm-hmm. and not much excitement behind it. Not a lot of people are saying that movie stinks. It's not as like the divisive as say Last Jedi is. But right. Last Jedi was a profit maker, regardless of what you think of it. I think it's number four all time. Right. Yeah. Solo um, was not a profit maker, and it just felt like a really kind of good episode of whether it's Rebels or, yeah. or Clone Wars. But if it's on the streaming service, and it was a streaming like. I don't know, like three movies on the streaming service or two more movies on the streaming service, I think you'd have a lot more, you have a better chance of success, especially if people already subscribe because of the Mandalorian and Clone Wars, then why not? Right, but, I'm, but I'm saying, forget the business stuff. I'm saying, would you be excited, whether it was you know theatrical or on the streaming service, would you be excited about watching another solo feature-length movie? Not theatrically, no, because I'd have to go out of my house to go see it. And I would rather just, because... I didn't love that. I thought it was fine. Yeah. And it's like I didn't get that kind of Star Wars excitement that I do when I go to the movies. When I saw it, I was like, okay. I was like, I should be more excited watching this movie than I am. If I'm, because I also think you have a little bit more time to develop it on when it's it's not as rushed. It's not, not going to be as much money. And the funny, funny thing, I actually think Star Wars movies benefit a lot more when they use less money. Because again, and we'll go into it in depth. Mandalorian is an absolute sign yeah, of that. Yeah. I, to me, Mandalorian looks more exciting. And I'm very excited about episode nine. I'm more excited for Mandalorian. Yeah, but I'm not stuck so much in the theatrical thing. And I hear you. Like a, like a whole theatrical hubba hub badoo or whatever you say about Solo sounds a little like overkill. But like, you know, like Triple Frontier style, I wouldn't mind seeing a solo movie. Right. And that's because it pops yeah. up on Netflix. And it's just like because you got nothing to lose plus the fact. And you got more fun with it. You have way more fun with it. And, and the idea, I don't know if you talked about it yet the fact that netflix is excuse me uh disney plus is 699 off the it's awesome. uh, it's, first of all it's not going to stay awesome. there but uh second of all 699 what a great deal great deal because you know the other stuff that you get with it right we talked about this on live a little bit earlier so and i use the example of let, let's say episode nine yeah episode nine comes out on blu-ray probably in like january or february of next year so it comes out on the tuesday Instead of you renting it or buying it, if you're subscribed to that feed. Oh, there's no window? Dude, it goes right on that day. You're kidding. No. Me. It goes, that was the announcement. It goes right on that day. There's no DVD window? Uh-uh. Or Blu-ray, whatever the hell it is. Right on there. You're on, you're on Plus. You get it. Damn. So it's just like. Right. Yeah. It's, that's what I'm saying. That's odd. You're just sitting back rolling around <laughs> right. naked in a, in a barrel of money. Uh, Eating bananas. He, whatever he wants to yeah. do. He can eat whatever the hell he wants to. But like he uh, – yeah, it's just because they kept saying that this was his crown jewel. Yeah, was this Disney Plus? So, so look, we usually do like the little cold open. This is episode thirty-six. We got Christian Harloff here. I'm excited. We're gonna get deep into this shit. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Rise. All right, everybody. So now we are officially back. And just before we get into it, if you didn't know that this is the 
It, it is on Jedi Council feed. If you, it is the, the official spin-off show of Jedi Council, the brilliant show uh, Jedi Council, and the host of it's an imbecile, but, but Ken Knapsack's <laughs> pretty show. good. Yeah, and I kid. Obviously, that's the show I've been doing for a long time. But it is great to be on this show to really get in depth. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you can to find the show. And of course, it, it lives on the video side of things on the main channel of Collider Video. So subscribe to all those things if you haven't done that already. But let's get into this thing, man. We uh, we left on, I think it was Thursday night. We get into Chicago, and we fly in, and, and right away when we get there, it's just you want to go and you want to hit the floor. And yeah. so we saw our buddy, Star Wars Explained. Not Star Wars 8, well, Star, Star Wars Explained, obviously, yeah, 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 but Star yeah. Wars Theory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, um, he wrote me. Um, he told me that you guys spoke a little bit and hung out. Yeah. He, well, the he, funny thing is I saw him for a split second on the floor. He was, he was kind of – he was he, the, you know, the fan bases embraced him as they should Yeah, he's a great. Lot. He's great. But he was kind of talking to people. So I left him alone when I saw him that day. But then it was – I was at the bar at the end of the night, uh, the end of the whole convention. I think it was like Sunday night. And I was just there, I was getting that last beer and a sandwich before I was done, and then I felt a tap on my shoulder, and it was him. And we just kind of hung out, uh, talked about. He took a picture with Hayden and, uh, oh, yeah, and yeah, Palpatine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, but, we, but that one you have to pay for, right? Yes. Yeah. It, well, he was telling me. I think he said, "What did he say?" It's worth it, maybe. He gave me the number of what, how many. I can't remember what he said. I, I want to tell you something ridiculous, like seven thousand pictures that that Hayden took at like two hundred a pop. Damn. In the mill, man. Yeah. But I, I think I think he's skinny as hell. Right? Yeah, he, but. He told he told me Star Wars um, theory told me how many pictures he took and I couldn't remember what it was but anyway yeah, that, that that's a, that's a business that's, yeah. it's a business and it's a good business because I saw I saw Sam Whitworth signing stuff there oh, Freddie cool. was there um, ran into Katie Sackoff while we were there oh really she, nice well she was there because you know they had the Rebels kind of coming back and who is she on Rebels she's Bo Katan. The okay. Mandalorian, oh, okay, and she, okay. who's also going to wind up appearing again. They announced uh, at the Clone Wars panel. But let's uh, let's kind of dive into yeah. Let's talk about that trailer, right? Well, yeah, you want to go there? Day, well, day of, like I said, we hit the floor, kind of walking around. There's a Star Wars show. We hit the Del Rey booth. We yeah. did. We did a lot of it, and just kind of wanted to get the lay of the land, if you will. Any good merch? Oh, tons of it. I brought my daughter this this this. It's just stuff that you can't get anywhere else, yeah. you know. So I was looking for those lightsaber hilts. I don't know. I think it was Anaheim in 2015. What the metal hilt or the plastic hilt? Yeah, there was one stand that I went to, and I. I Think it was at Celebration 2015, or it might have been. It might have been like a con before then. But this guy, whoever it was, had a hilt from you name the Sith Lord, you name the Jedi. He had the hilt, mm. right? And I'm in metal lo- ones, like yeah, nice, like, like legit, replicas. legit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking for him for real size. Yes, yeah. And I'm looking for him forever because I was gonna. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna buy one this time. Yeah. And I, oh, I saw a couple of my buddies. I'm like, oh, did you find the hilt? It's like, yeah, they found him. I'm like, okay, cool. And they brought me. It's like one or two that it was there from like a uh, exhibit, like uh, from the prop. Right, right. And I was like, you can buy stuff. those online though. Yeah, but I'm, dude, I'm telling you, when you see, I wish, I wish that you would have seen what I was talking about years ago. But anyway, I um. Then I just kind of maneuvered the floor. Thursday night, I think we went out. I can't remember what the hell we did. It was, it was all a blur. Right. You know, right. we went, but we but we were all getting ready because Friday, Friday was the big day. Friday morning, we had to wake up. I remember we definitely went out because I remember not being able to wake up easily on, <laughs> on Friday morning because you had to get there at like 830 in the morning. Yeah. 
Yeah. You, know, you get there eight in the morning. You get there, you didn't start till eleven, but you got to get your badge because that was the that was the the packed day. Chicago that that convention center though was built for this thing. Yeah. And, and, it's a big I, convention center. It is. Orlando was big, and I liked Orlando, but it, it seemed a little bit more compact on itself. Yeah. This one was spread, and it was like you would walk to the right and you go to the media side. You'd walk to the left and you go straight up, and then you just get to the convention center. It was really it, it was conducive to the way the the whole thing worked. Was um, it more crowded than Orlando? Or? Um, hard to say because I feel it was like more spaced out. But there were a lot of people. I mean, there were a lot of people there for sure. Orlando was pretty spaced out too. I mean, not the, not like this. Not it, like this. this. This one. This one. I thought fit it better for sure. And I also there were no you know no, they couldn't do lines. They weren't allowed to do lines this year because normally you could sleep over and and you to to get into the episode nine panel you couldn't do that. They had a lottery system which I think I heard stinks, yeah. but they had to do it because Chicago wouldn't let them wouldn't let people line up outside. Yeah. Um, so you get there, you know, and they have the warm up with the crowd and the, and they're playing the music. People are getting kind of excited for it, and then the panel starts and uh, and Kathleen Kennedy and JJ come out. They talk about. Kind of what's what's going to go down. What was what was the reception that they got applause wise? Um, I was. It's funny you say that because I was curious if there was going to be because yeah. you know the fan base has been kind of split on it. And obviously, there you know there must be like when you walk around, <laughs> people are people must have like this last Jedi fright. You know, like like we can't yeah. have the the rise of the Skywalkers be the same kind of shit that Last Jedi was in terms of fan reaction. In terms of fan reaction, yeah. Well, because it's funny again because when we did Jedi Council on Sunday, we mentioned Last Jedi. Half the crowd cheered, half the crowd booed. Right. Same, same right. thing happened to Schmodown on Saturday night when we when we brought up. Uh, the Last Jedi is one of the questions. Half the crowd cheered, half the crowd booed. Right, it, and, right. It, and that's pretty much it's is really uh, a, a sign of what it is. Right, we're, we're like with Force Awakens, like you're not going to get that kind of fight. no. You're just going to get a like okay. It's either people who thought like ah, it was a rehash and didn't really they didn't hate it, and then it was like I loved it. Right, it was great right, way back. Right. That's that was the the attitude between both of those. But um, so I was curious because there's a lot of videos and there's a lot of people who say things about Kathleen Kennedy and and. I was like, is she gonna get booed? She yeah. didn't get booed. She, she didn't, didn't get booed. booed. No, she not not so not it's, there. So it's a respectful crowd. Yeah, because you're in their house. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like you're in their house, and I was and I said this to you before we went on the air. Is that it was it it felt like the community was back together again. It's like I feel, and I think that regardless of what you think of the title of the trailer, regardless of what you think about the trailer itself, you yeah. it, it feels like Star Wars is back again. Like you, the, the base you, is back again. The way the way that I kind of think about it, it's kind of like the off season in football. You know, like in the offseason of football, everybody wins, right? Like with the draft, everybody wins in the draft because everybody has new players. Everybody's zero and zero. I think that for me, it was, you know, we had had such a long drought of any kind of meaningful Star Wars content that um, for me, it just felt great to see the trailer. I mean, I was on the road to San Diego when the trailer dropped. Um, so I watched it probably like six, seven times, okay. you know, on the road down. Um, but anyway, so so they go up on stage. People are cheering. Yeah, and and then Cat he, Kennedy speaks first. Yeah, of course, uh, and you know sets it's the table. The same stuff that, but she's not doing. as badly as she set the table last time, right? With like, remember that whole awkward moment with her and Mark Hamill. Like, oh no, no, this was just this was let's, let's get everybody on stage and let's not mess around. Let's right, just, right. And you remember about, what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah. But this was yeah. this was more about JJ and JJ coming back and JJ why he came back and right. and he gets up there and then he he you know brings up the cast and I think first first out was was Lando and they gave they gave Billy Dee Williams a lot of love respect as, obviously respect. and he came out there he talked for a little bit and the best line of the whole night was they they asked him who was the who was the moderator I can't remember who the moderator was. 
I can't remember the moderator. Um, oh no, Stephen Colbert. How could I forget the moderator? Uh, <laughs> Stephen, God, Stephen Colbert asked him, you know, about Lando, and asked him if Lando was. Uh, it was hard to get back into him. Clearly, someone's not watching Rebels. Right. But but besides that, he said he goes. Uh, he's like, did what did you? Uh, was it hard him leaving you and then come back? And he and he goes, leaving me. Lando never left me. And it's like <laughs> right, the right. place goes crazy, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it was nice to hear him kind of talking, want to come back, and and then they bring out C three PO and Anthony Daniels. He's, he's, he, he, but he's, he's, he's washed. He's not. I, I mean, know, I love the guy, but yeah. come on. Did you watch the panel? No, 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 no. So he's he's such a ham. I mean, he right. really is a ham, and it's. But he's entertaining. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. He's he, Anthony Daniels. He's, he's Anthony not Daniels. boring. Three PO. But the guy just loves to hear himself talk. <laughs> I mean, he just loves to hear himself right, talk. Right. And he did this whole thing to where it was. It was cute though. But he did this thing about there was a book that was coming out, and he had pitched what the name of the book was. They told him no, that it was too inside baseball, that right. no one would get it. And then they went. He's like, I was just curious for my own. Well, and he's and he doing this whole big. Like you said, Hubble and he's throwing his arms up. He's like, like theatrics, right? And he's like, he's like, what do you, what do you think about this title? Always tell me the odds. Would anyone get it? Right. And everyone, of course, they got yeah, it. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like, I just felt Kathleen Kennedy go. Mm, I guess you're right because she she's always the inside thing, and everything's too right. inside baseball. Oh, I see what you mean. But but he said that you'd be happy with it regardless. But he talked for a while, and then they brought in the the cast, the the uh, the, the Finn and Poe. Yeah, and he's Ryan. on. He's on that. Like it, it looked like a like a sand speeder or like one of those desert skiffs. Actually, it who's looked, this um, in the trailer? Who Poe? No, no, no. C three PO. Oh, yeah, yeah. When he's when he's kind of flying with Poe. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, mean, yeah, he yeah. looks like he's that's involved. The, Involved in yeah. the action a lot more than he's been involved in the last two movies from the trailer and even from the but, fake poster. Right? But I think that I think that Oscar Isaac said as much when on, on a talk show that he was on. Oh, okay, which is, look, which is something I'm totally into. I'm I mean, cool with it too. Yeah, why, yeah, yeah. why not? Why yeah, not? Yeah, why not? Um, and I think that I think Archie's getting the shaft though because they put a lot of emphasis on. Again, huh? Yeah, they're putting Mark, a lot. Of, Mark Ellis' favorite character. Yeah, they're putting a lot of emphasis on on three PO and the new BB eight and then the new Dito or whatever his name is. The, yeah, which is cute. I mean, like finally they like a. Like a Cleaning tool. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Uh, All right. So, so, so Anthony Daniels gets up there, does his little kabuki theater. Yeah. Then um, Ray, Poe, Finn, the cast that we've known from this trilogy, they get out there, they start talking, they show pictures, a lot of cool Adam photos. Adam Driver? No, Adam Driver. He's filming a movie. Um, but they they had a lot of. He's uh, got a, basically, he's got a life. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean I, look, look, look I, I, you know, I love Kylo Ren. I yeah. think he's my favorite character in the new movies. Yeah. Um, it's a bummer that he wasn't there, but I mean, who you know, whatever. Oh, Luke wasn't there either. Right, right. So, um, uh, Mark Hamill wasn't at celebration mm-mm. signing. Mm-mm. wasn't there. Yeah. Um, so he wasn't there, but they, uh, but they had a lot of cool pictures, you know. And they gave some. They say the, the funny thing we. I don't know where it was said initially, but I always thought it was going to be a year after the events of Last Jedi. But the way that JJ yeah, we talked about that. But the way JJ and Ray made it seem that it was some time after Jedi. So and they also said they confirmed that the lightsaber that she got from Luke is restored and, and it's and it's she's got it she's got a, a hold of it. It seemed like they did a lot restoring. of restoring. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's, what, that's yeah. why I kept telling people. I, yeah. the two things, is, I mean, the, the go things, ahead. Go but ahead. the things that I kept saying to people and they kept yelling at me. The first thing which we'll talk about is the emperor. Yeah. Uh, or the second thing we'll talk about is the emperor. But the other thing I kept saying was that JJ had, a, and this is JJ's fault by the way. JJ had a story he was telling in seven. He left. He chose to leave. They said, do eight, do nine. He said, I'm leaving. I'm not doing it anymore. Right. They gave it to someone else. Or he, they already had signed out. When they signed him on for the first time, they said, do you want to do more? He said, I only want to do one. So they, they, brought, they signed 
Johnson, they signed Trevorrow. So that's JJ. You're out now. So if you want to work with these guys and, and do it, but he didn't. Still an executive producer, like you know, with top billing. But yeah, right. fine. But yeah, and my and, and and anything that you put your name on, you should take some pride into. You're right, just like uh, Spielberg did for the Transformers movies. I mean, come on. <laughs> right. But so, but he, but so he left, and Ryan Johnson was allowed, and and Kathleen Scott, he said, "Make your movie." So he made his movie. Right. Yeah. It didn't go with everything that he wanted. And JJ even kind of said as much in a lot of his comments recently that it's not it, he was writing the script while JJ was still doing Force Awakens and they, they collaborated ish not really not at right. all and then so basically what happened was after Trevorrow left they brought him back and, and JJ goes okay well I'm gonna make the movie I wanted to make that continues on to the first part of the story he can't totally ignore everything that happened in eight but he can if he needed to sell not much happened in eight I mean you can still a lot happened in eight I mean, a lot not a lot didn't happen in eight that you did that you maybe wanted to, but a lot happened in eight. It did. I, I mean, Ray is basically the same person in the beginning at the end. Ray, Ray is, and I think Finn hasn't really changed I his mean, personality. The biggest thing that happened is Snoke died, and presumably right. Kylo's in charge of the first order. That's a big thing, right? That's a big thing. Luke dying, whether you like it or not, it's a, it's a thing. The the resistance pretty much being wiped out. It's a thing. It's a lot of stuff that right, happened. Right, right. There's like seven people left in the resistance. There's Kyle, a lot. The new boss, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot and, that happened. And Luke is dead. Yeah, and and there's tons that happened. But whether it's 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 an irrelevant conversation right now is whether yeah. or not you liked it or you didn't. It's just things have happened. But JJ, you can tell inside of this trailer, decided like, well, that doesn't help me from what I wanted to tell in seven. <laughs> right. And so the mask isn't broken. He's going to fix the mask. You right. know, the um, lightsaber didn't split up in two. No, he can. She can fix it. And, <laughs> and that's also. And, and the thing is, uh, everybody can use the Force. Rise of the Skywalker. You know, it's like it's like he's doing what he wants to do, and the, Ryan Johnson was allowed to do what he wants to do. Although yeah. the title, I think, is the one thing that could be argued against it because we don't really know what that means. Well, that's the one thing that I really enjoy about JJ coming back, because. You know, and I've talked about it on this show a lot, but my favorite thing about The Force Awakens was how much conversation and mystery and speculation it bred after mm-hmm. it. I mean, we, you know, we milked that for a year. Oh, easily. Uh, up until Last Jedi. And Last Jedi didn't leave you with those same overarching mysteries. You know, it was still like. It, well, seems, it seemed final. Yeah, it, it seemed, seemed final. final. Like, oh, well, everybody's dead. You know, her, her, her parents are filthy junk traders. Right. You know, um, the guy's dead. This guy's dead. First order. This. Right. The resistance is wiped out. You know. I mean, it it was final. Yeah. You know. Um, but even this trailer has started the conversation again. Like, 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 what the hell is the rise of the Skywalker? Like, I, I've had people uh, tweet at me saying that the Skywalker is some new form of Jedi. Form of Jedi. It's possible. It's yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, you know, now if it's the rise of the Skywalker, but it's not the yet. It just says rise of Skywalker, not the Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. That's the title. It's Doesn't called say, The Rise of the Skywalker. No, it just no. says Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> rise, rise of Skywalker. Not The Skywalker. If it's but, The Skywalker, then it's pretty clear that it would be like the new Jedi thing. Now, it also could mean that Kylo gets redeemed, which right, is what we right. don't want. So it's, it's either Kylo gets redeemed, which I personally probably – Is the rise of, Is it The Rise of Skywalker? I think it's The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, but not Rise of The Skywalker. Right. That, that, that to fine, me yeah. – Fine, fine. It's a big thing. It is a big yeah. thing. It is a big thing. The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Right? That's the name of the movie. So is it Kylo? Right? Because he is the only Skywalker that we know is out there. Or Leia. Leia. Right. Which maybe was the original plan. Right. If if you actually had plotted these out, I can see the first movie was about Han, then Luke, and then Leia. Leia. Right? Which is something to still remember. 
they rode around her a lot, and there's a lot of stuff that they did. And JJ talked about it in the panel of how much they were able to incorporate her. And he said, "We'll be amazed." Yeah. What did he say about her anyway? He basically said that you know what they they took a lot of stuff from. Un, they didn't really mention a lot of the eight footage, but they said the seven footage. There was so much that fo- un, unused footage that they had that they were able to write into this to make it look good. And they showed you some of that in the trailer because you see her hugging Ray in that shot. That's the only one I saw. That's the only shot right yeah. now that they're showing, but that, that they're basically telling you this is how we're going to do this. And so that's that's got to be like a scene. That's yeah. a scene of those two. So maybe, look, maybe she is a Skywalker. Who? Ray? Ray. No, I don't think so. No? I'm telling you. I'm thinking, no chance? I think she's connected heavily. Well, the only way she's a Skywalker, she happens to be cloned from the hand of Luke, from, from Bespin. Which, which is, I'm not buying too much. Maybe, but it's, it's just, certainly possible. Yeah. Um, because that would even make it more realistic to, to tie the Emperor together. But um, I think the Emperor had a lot to do with Rey. Because I'm, t- I'm going to choose to believe this the, the canon connections here that... He was dabbling a lot in the Sith dark arts. He was dabbling on Jakku in the Sith temple in Jakku. There was a hit, the hidden one there, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's where, where are you getting that from? Um, one of the it was either comics or novels, but it's it's canon. It's canon that that, that the Emperor was in Jakku and yeah, had like, that that might have been Chuck Wending's aftermath. Actually, he was in Jakku. That's where he was spending a lot of time. So, if that was the case, um, it kind of ties a lot together. And ties how she maybe even got there. I wouldn't be surprised if somehow, you know, wherever, whatever he was doing and, and his generals or whoever got a hold of her, right? Like, how do we know that they didn't give her to those filthy junk traders? You know, right. maybe that was part of it. Right. And right. so maybe she thought she but, thought that that were her, was her parents. And Kylo thought that those were her parents. It's an easy way to say that and still do it. Makes sense. Okay. So, so, so back to the Skywalker thing. So you either have... Some Leia thing, some Kylo thing, or some new Jedi thing, which I think would be a terrible branding choice. I mean, that's obviously not happening. Right. You have so much brand equity in the word Jedi. Now it's now it, a Jedi is now called a Skywalker. I mean, yeah. that that'll be almost as bad as Skywalker's death in the Last Jedi. So I doubt that it is, but but it's possible. It's possible. Yeah, I I don't that one to me. I don't know. I don't know if you necessarily need to do it. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it. I don't think it's as bad as as his death because I think that there's if they you can explain that you and just like nah, I don't really like to accept it. But the way that they're the way that they're positioning these new Force users to call them Skywalkers, okay. But I'm with you. I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah. I think it's going to be more the redemption angle for Kylo Ren. Um, but you know, getting into the 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 Emperor when when that. The whole trailer goes down. They show a lot of these things. The adventure they're going on. The, the half of the Death Star. Which Death Star do you think that is? You think it's the? Do you think it's the Endor Death Star? Or do you think it's the the first Death Star? It's got to be the second one, right? So I thought about that. Um, it obviously had to. That has to be Endor if it's that's the second what, one. That's what I thought. And look, it's possible that Endor has. I mean, we only saw the forest, but it's very possible it also has oceans. Right. So, you know, like when you see Endor from the outside when they're driving into the planet, does it have water? Yeah, right? Uh, but remember, Endor is just a moon. So maybe right, it's right, right. Whatever, whatever else. Endor was the moon, but the Death Star was orbiting Endor. Yes, it was. So I don't, I don't know. It could be because unless it was on Yavin. Right. You know, which is possible also. They spent a lot of well, time. Well, the first Death Star was orbiting Yavin? Yeah. And that's where well, it came in. It came in. It came in to. to Yavin 4. Yavin 4, Yeah. Because they were going to, because that's where it all, but that one looked like there was nothing left. 
Yeah. It has, I don't to, know. Be the, it has to be the Maybe. second one. Maybe. I mean, they both blew up pretty Oh, good. you know what? Of course it's the second one because that's the one that, you know, presumably he fell down the thing. They got to they gotta somehow, somehow. I mean, look, look. I think the biggest danger in this whole thing is that episode uh, yeah. six, like Darth Vader, Darth Vader's entire I am indeed the chosen one, I brought balance to the force, was the moment he throws the emperor down the shaft. Right. So it's like no one's really, you know, dead thing until you see the body, like all yeah. that shit. That has to have some rules, man. Like, but I don't see that. They got to connect it. I mean, they, they right. got to they got to spend time and actually explain that. Yeah, but I don't see it taken away from from what he did though, because he still turned, helped his son change the galaxy too. And the difference is, this is why. So let's get into the emperor here too, because the that happened, the cackle happens, right? And yeah. I, I told Citizen Jedi Council, I Frank the tanked it, and I did one of these because right. as I knew it because it made sense. It just yeah, yeah, made you sense. It. But, the, but, but the reason why, if you think about it, the reason that – because Which first, is good. You called it but, and, you know. But Snoke, though, Snoke was killed. Snoke was dead. And what are you going to do? You're not going to have – you're not going to have another bad guy. They got to build him up. So they bring him back. But the other thing, your favorite movie, Revenge of the Sith, Plague has, set, Plague has taught him how to cheat death. Right. Why not use that? Use it. And yeah, they use it. That's the only hope they have. Yeah, they got to use it. They're going to mention Plagueis. They have to connect it specifically to that. Yeah. They have to connect it – um, very clearly, what happened after he fell down the pit was he a cl- whatever? However, they want to explain it, whether it's like the dark forces route where there was like a hundred clones yeah. of Palpatine, or or I'm sorry, Dark Empire, or whatever. They have to explain it, and it can't just be one of these JJ things where it's like you come up with the story. You right. know, um, I also think that there's a big question about is the Emperor actually going to have like more than a few minutes of screen time? Or is he actually going to be a fundamental partner? Yeah. I mean, a part of it? Yeah. I think Luke's going to have a very limited role. I don't think Luke's going to be in it very much. I think the Emperor's going to have more screen time than. Because the reason why. Are you calling that right now? Is that that your prediction? Yeah. I think Luke will have limited screen time. And I think that the Emperor, had they not had Ian McDermott come out onto stage for for, for, it, roll it again. again. He's a big part, man. (laughs) He's a big part. You think so? Yeah. I think he's going to sh- – because if not, then – because if but is, was, he, is he going to be physical or spirit? That I don't know yet. I, I They could – I mean, for, for Harry Potter nerds out there, he could essentially do what Voldemort did. Because everybody – I saw some stupid reaction of some guys like, ah, oh, come on, going back to the well. It's like right. Voldemort did the same thing. Yeah. He just – the only reason – you just didn't know about him. But Voldemort sat back. Waited, figured a way to come back, and it didn't. It wasn't easy, and I think it's the same thing. It's not easy for Palpatine. He's got to figure out how, and it ties in from one all the way to, to nine on how on how to come back and do this. So, is he in physical form? I don't know. Maybe he is finally, which could be interesting. Um, but I don't want to see like him and Luke force ghost fight. You know what I mean? And, right. and I think we'll learn more about Snoke and how Palpatine brought Snoke in in the first place. I think there's going to be a lot because Kathleen Kennedy says that the Emperor was always a plan from Episode Seven. Part she said that at the panel, and not at the panel, but she was interviewed afterwards. And I think our friend Ash Crosley might have actually have been the one who, who asked. I don't remember, but um, but she said she said that it was always the plan to have Pelvin. They just got to figure out how to do it. Half of me believes it. Half of me says I don't know. Yeah, but. I actually lean on the believing it more than anything else, too, because I think that that was the road that that 
JJ always wanted to go down. I think that's why I keep saying that thing about the hand because it kept it kept that rumor kept coming about how he wanted to do the floating hand in space. I don't think he's going away from it. What about all this talk that I saw online about how did how George Lucas came in to help with Episode Nine or? Isn't there isn't there some documented interaction between Lucas and JJ for this thing? From what I have, I've never all I've heard is that, and even because if you look at those comments, because even our article, to be honest, I don't think was completely uh, on the money. For a lot of people, I think we're covering it the wrong way. I think that uh, he mentioned that he had had a couple conversations with with George about blessings and things like that, and that was it. Um, he didn't get story notes from him. He didn't get. He didn't. They don't. They're not working together. They're not. He's JJ's making his movie. George. George comes in and consults. George consults more on the standalone stuff than he does the saga stuff, which is crazy. But like he was just. He was on the Game of Thrones set. I bet yeah, you he I was talking to Benioff and Weiss. He was on the yeah. solo set. He was on Rogue One. Yeah. Um. But I believe he was on Eight. I'm not sure. I don't know. But but you hear more about him doing the 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 standalone. He did stuff. go on Eight when um when Frank Oz did the puppet. Right. But he wasn't. There wasn't a lot of talk about him on seven and nine. I don't think right. him and I, I think you know. I don't think him and JJ are really talking. To be honest with you, I mean, yeah. Carlos, JJ has done a couple things. He's a good politician. He said a couple of, of things throughout the last two or three years that you're like, oh, see, everybody's getting along. Right. He said about the thing, oh, Ryan Johnson script. I wish I could have directed that movie. Right. It's right. a nice James Cameron type comic because now the helmet's getting rebuilt. Right. You know the sword, the sabers back together. He even said, oh, you basically. Well, that's other- why. That's why I'm not sure I'm with you on the Luke Skywalker thing because. I think w- when you boil down the biggest criticism of, of The Last Jedi from most of the people that don't love it is how they did Luke Dirty. Right. So isn't that the ultimate resoldering of, of Kylo's hat is to give Luke a true send-off? Remember. The rise of Skywalker, you, after all? You're talking about the guy that stuck Luke on an island for the last 30 <laughs> seconds of the movie. So I don't, I, he's, Fair enough. He, Good point. He's Good telling point. new generation stories, man. I mean, I think Lando will get a lot of love. I think Lando's flying the Falcon, so he, that's cool. He, he dies, though, right? I don't think so. You're not gonna, I don't think you're going to kill Lando. You can't kill Lando. No, I mean, then it looks like you just have a vendetta against the old cast. You yeah. <laughs> no, there's no reason. I don't think Leia dies either. I think both of them will survive. Mm, um, interesting. And I think that... Uh, but. But yeah, I just don't think there's a lot of collaboration on it. And I think that JJ is just doing his thing, wants to make his movie, and you can see it in the in the trailer. I think it's just it's like I said, I think it's just a direct sequel to what he wanted to do with seven. Obviously there's gonna be you have to tell the story a little bit from, yeah. from eight, but there's gonna be a lot of things that he I, wanted to do. I don't know, man. Hearing you talk, I'm getting more and more convinced that that Mark Hamill's gonna have a bigger part in this movie. All right. You don't think so? No. I think he's gonna. Have, I think he'll be in it, and I think that I think that that voiceover alone said said it. And the voiceover goes, "We taught you everything that we can. You learned as much as you can. Generate. You have know all the generations, but now it's your story. Go." That's basically right. what he was saying. But he and, also said something about no one's ever really gone or whatever. Yeah, but that's why it set up the ah 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 ah. Right. It, it 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 kind of swerved you in a wrestling term, you know. And it's it's, it's so. Uh, I think he'll be in it, and I think Yoda will probably be in it. But they're not going to have a huge role. It's not their story anymore. And this is, that's what he said inside of the inside of it, even though it's called Rise of Skywalker. It's not about that. So what Skywalker. do you think the story is? Um, you know, that's the good question because that teaser didn't show any story, and the teasers never do. You're going to get the story of what the movie's actually about in like September, October, right around like D23. So, do you think the story ultimately is about Ray? You know, because like, what was Ray's? only character motivation when we first met her it wasn't to become a jedi and it wasn't to free the resistance no. 
It was to reconnect with her parents. Yeah, but then I think, well, and at this point, she probably is convinced that her parents don't exist. But then you'll get a swerve when you find out that whether Palpatine's involved or not. Um, but I also think there's going to be a lot more with her and. Uh, so is that the story of the of the Star Wars sequels? Is Ray discovering who she is? I think so, and I think it's ultimately accepting who she is and that she is the new generation. And I think that she'll be training some people too. And I think that there'll be some, there'll be a lot of force users in this. There'll be a lot of sabers in this. And I think that um, her and Finn are going to have a lot more to do. What I love is another thing going off of because. If you take the, the what what Finn was, Finn in the beginning of of Episode Seven was this kind of the the storm the lost stormtrooper didn't know what the hell didn't know what his purpose was and eventually figures out what his purpose Who was. Had a moral center and wants to fight for the resistance. Picks up the lightsaber, does pretty well with it, right? And tries to. F- we all thought he was, he was going to be the Jedi. At least I did. I still think he's gonna. I still think he's gonna wind up using to becoming becoming one because I think that that whole thing with the. Uh, with the kids in the beginning, how they were st- t- taken for a reason I, 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 from for the First Order. I think there's a reason with him, too. But that was lost in 8 because he just basically – in 8, he became that bumbling fool again. And he went on this message. And he was, of time. He was the same guy that he was in the beginning of the movie. That Everything that we got from him at the end, it was gone. It was gone. Um, but that was so funny. Like Again, another thing that was said at that panel was – and J.J. was the one who said it, I believe – was that Finn has now – this is we're not going to see any more. He didn't say these words, but he said the same sentiment was you're not going to see the bumbling fan. He's found his purpose. He's fighting for the resistance. He knows who he is. He knows his purpose. And that's what we're going to see. And, I, and that's what we want to see from him. Um, so I think we're definitely we're definitely going to get that for sure. Yeah. And uh, Poe, who gives a crap, right? No, I don't think so. I don't think that's the case. I think that Poe is going to wind up. Poe, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the one that gets involved with with Ray. Yeah. All right. So, so, so let's talk about the trailer a little bit. So the opening shot. I I enjoyed love that shot when she goes 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 up. That's got to be training, right? Um, I thought that it was pretty obvious that that was Kylo. Was it? You didn't see his face. You didn't see his face, but you saw like that you great shot gloves. of the gloves. And it is Kylo's interceptor, isn't it? But again, what could it? She's in the middle of the desert somewhere, right? And is is that a new kind of training element that that they're trying right. to maybe it's, maybe it's like a, a type of Dagobah type thing. To where she's she's training and and it's not. Is well, who's it, training her? Luke again? Uh, Luke, Luke or Yoda? Side? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It, it very well could be. But then so. she only need three days of training, according to Luke. Yeah, I don't know. I'll give you three lessons. The three lessons. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, to show you that you don't want to be a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, so it's a you, terrible school. Yeah, I'll give yeah. you three lessons and you're done. And you're done. Um, okay, so you think it, it's not actually a moment of confrontation no, no, no. I, in the movie? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I just said I wouldn't be surprised. It, it, but I, I, I tend to actually lean on the fact that I think it is a moment of conflict, uh, but, but, not, uh, but I wouldn't be shocked at all if it turns out it's a training sequence. Yeah, I was a little bit shocked that I thought she would take what Ryan set up, and I thought it was interesting – she would take the the um, the kyber crystal inside the lightsaber. Make her own. And she would make her own, you know, yeah. because that's the rite of passage of a Jedi. Let's not forget that it's like Jedi lore 101 right. is that every Jedi needs to construct their own lightsaber. It's part of the trials. Unless, again, she is cloned from Luke, and that is her lightsaber. But that's not Luke's lightsaber. Luke Or dad, but it's a Skywalker. Luke crafted his own yeah. lightsaber. True. You know? Maybe, she's, maybe she has the green one. Or maybe these people just don't care. What the who is writing the story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Also, yeah, it's true. Also, I mean, yeah. I think we're gonna leave. I think regardless, 
I, I my I'm I'm very positive about this movie. I think it's going to actually be a lot of fun. Me too. Me too. I mean, I can't wait to see it, dude. But I'm, I, I'm so excited. But I do think every one of us is going to come out of that. Every one of us is going to come out of that going. No, there really wasn't a plan. But it's okay. <laughs> we had fun. Right. And it's like at the end. Oh, uh, um, another thing. There was one thing in the trailer that confused me. Um, Ralph biscuits. The Ralph biscuits scene. That was really weird. Yeah. yeah. When when Ralph. Ralphie came in with that cup of coffee. He, he's he's on his ship in this right. blue planet or something. What yeah. is that? Ralphie biscuits. <laughs> oh, <what> he <laughs> People are like, what's going on? You went know, with that. That was good. Um, you know what they did show? If you noticed, well, yeah. Them. But what? But, but but you know the shot I'm talking about, what, right? No, Ralphie biscuits isn't in the movie, man. <laughs> what part are you talking? Which no. part? In the trailer, yeah, right. Like once they start going, it, it, it's formatted almost identical to the first Force Awakens teaser trailer. Right. It was very similar. Yeah, but there was this one shot where there's a ship inside some atmospheric. Oh yeah, planet. yeah. That's what I was, that that's that looks like the Ray's junk parents ship. If you go, some I forget what website mm. pointed this out, but go back and look. It's the same ship. Remember when she's a little girl in the vision yeah. and she sees it going away? Yeah, it's the same ship. It looks like the same ship. So it's some new planet. And some new planet. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping it's Harloff Minor, but if it is, it'll probably get blown up in the first 30 <laughs> seconds. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, it, there's, there'd be some cool tie-ins for sure. And it, there was no – the one shot that he did see was when Kylo's throwing down the one person. And I hope he's fighting alongside the Knights of Ren, which would be cool because there was no Dominic Monaghan in that trailer. Yeah, there was no, no Dominic. No Kerry Russell. But that scene, um, somebody pointed out on Twitter or something. He's like, oh, is he fighting the Knights of Ren? And it did. The guy he's fighting against did kind of look like one of the Knights of Ren. Did he? A little bit. See, I thought it looked more like a trooper. No, no, because the stormtrooper is fighting alongside him. I don't know. So he's walking in the same direction. So he's with him. So at this point in the movie, it it is like the trooper. Interesting. It's still first order. There's a lot of great images though in this trailer. Yeah, a lot of great images. Um, I thought Riley and I had a bet that we both lost. That we were going to see sabers clashing in this trailer, just to let us know, like, hey, it's you know the hot sauce is coming back. Not yet. You don't need it. But yet. Uh, yeah, we didn't get it. You we, don't need it. Yet. We saw the we saw two sabers yeah. again, like doing not you know. Riley and I had an, an intense bet going. It nothing nothing like you know. Well, we both lost the bet because we both bet that there would be saber. Well, clash. he 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 was convinced that they were going to announce the Benioff and Weiss, and I said no chance. Yeah. There's just no chance. It's like, especially now that all they were talking about is Game of Thrones right now. They're not right. going to bother. And especially since Bob Iger said that there's going to be a hiatus. What the fuck does that mean? Did he actually? When did he say it? Yeah, he said it last week. Oh yeah, well, it was the first day. Yeah, because the hiatus was was a hiatus was, was what we talked about. The hiatus is not in television. They're going to have. They're going to do two seasons. We'll talk about Mandalorian in a second here, but um, they're going to. They already announced the second season's coming for that. Cassie and Andor. They'll announce another series for sure. Um, that's that's at least three years of stuff right there. I think your next movie, the Benioff and Weiss stuff you're going to get is 2021, 2022. That's what, you know, if it's 2022, it's three years from now. And I'm okay with that if, if we have other stuff in between, look, especially after what we saw look, with Mandalorian. Dis- Disney Plus is Hollywood's last hurrah against yeah. Netflix. Yeah. It's their only hope. It's their final hope. Oh, you know what? I want to actually give the fans a little uh, props. Ins- yeah, just a little insight into our world. Oh, okay. okay? So leading up um, to the announcement of the last, uh, the last Jedi, the uh, the rise of Skywalker, there was a pretty substantiated rumor that uh, Justin Kroll uh, was what kind of I think started in a way. What was the rumor? But that the title for Episode oh. Nine was I believe it was the last the last hope. hope. I got that too. Yeah, the last hope. Um, so the last hope, supposedly, you know, a lot of good sources, right? Like he probably. I wouldn't be surprised if JJ leaked that. Yeah, he loves leaking stuff. 
Do you think that that was a title that actually was considered? Nah, I think JJ likes to throw. St- JJ's known for leaking out bullcrap to let people cover it. And yeah, this, he's like he's like overly yeah. yeah he's like overly secretive. It's like to a point where it's just like like not fun secretive, you know. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's like. <laughs> So anyway, but but Disney Plus is the last hope for yeah. for Hollywood in a lot of ways, right? You know, because Netflix, I mean, they're just spending so much money on stuff that no one's going to be able to keep up, and no one, you know, people are going to rather work for them than for any, anybody right. else. Disney's the only standing, right? They got Marvel, they got they got uh, well, they Star have, Wars. They have what you have. They have what you always preach about, and that's IP. Yeah, yeah. They they have Pixar. and now with buying Fox, right? Yeah. So so they have Pixar. They have all these. You know they have all these amazing things. Right now, uh, Netflix has a hundred million u- active users per month wow. on their hundred million, hundred million, wow. okay, worldwide. Yeah, think about that. Fourteen bucks a month, like between nine and ten bucks a month. Yeah, I mean you're making billions of dollars yeah. a month, yeah. cash revenue, and so that puts your evaluation at crazy numbers. So anyway, it's spectacular. I can see, and in, 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 I'm not sure this is what you're saying, but I can see a world where Bob Iger's like, you know what? This whole like putting the movies out there in the cinema, like we should really reserve that for like the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate stuff because we could – if we could get 20, 30 million people signed up to this Disney Plus service using all our IP, yeah. what do we even need the movie theaters for? Because the thing is, dude, it's like it is – it's by having them sign up and that's why – it's, but, it's but, similar to – but, but, yeah. but just to finish that point, is it possible that the Benioff and Wise trilogy – that the new Ryan Johnson trilogy are actually intended for Disney Plus, no, no, no chance. No, those would be theatrical, but because you still you still want that. But from a business model, do you see what I'm saying, though? Because yeah, you, you create more. Yeah, like, but that's, you can still do. He he made, and this is why I said this is that he should have never. And then, like you know, my thoughts on Bob Iger. Bob Iger, I think he's the most brilliant man in the world. But I think the silliest thing he ever did was come out and say, "Oh, you're never going to see Star Wars mo- just Star Wars straight up movies for Disney Plus." Uh, oh, he said that. he said that, but but there's no way he's going to stick to that right. because you're going to because you can make a, a movie for you can t- I mean you could turn Obi Wan into a series, you can turn the Han Solo stuff into a series, you know you wanted to, and you probably could be, actually do better by doing it that way. You can really make a six hour mini series if you wanted to, and really dive into the characters. I would prefer that to be honest with you, but to to just not say I'm never going to do a movie, you might because you can do them. That's what we talked about at the beginning yeah. of the show. You can do them smaller. And less money and get a lot of interest. But the other thing is it's very similar to the WWE model. And WWE's model with that network is every match, everything they've ever done from the WCW, everything that they have, their library, is accessible if you join up to that app at nine ninety nine a month. And that's that's the one thing. Right. And then, so take that on the comparison to, to Disney. Every movie, anything on their catalog, anything they've ever done. You have access to it. That's just the that's one set, right? That alone is worth six ninety nine. Because like yeah. when when everything, Prince and the Popper, Robin Hood, yeah. everything. When Endgame comes Animal out, book, when Endgame right? comes out in like October or or November, whenever it comes out on Blu Ray, right on that service. Yeah, and it probably launch when it launches. Or probably that's when it's going to come out there. So that alone, to me, is worth six ninety nine. Right now, couple that with original Marvel shows. Pixar shows, Star Wars shows, new movies. But but what does the Bob Iger thing impact these these two other trilogies that are supposedly in the works? No, you mean the the, the Disney Plus? No, no, no. What? Bob Iger saying that the Star Wars movies are going out on on hiatus. I just think that it, it just gives uh, Benioff and Weiss more time to work on them. 
So years, potentially. Yeah, two or three years. Yeah, that's a hiatus. Yeah. Two or three yeah, years. That's a because, because my thing was, the thing I always got most excited about when the acquisition happened was that we were getting content once a year, that I was always going to have Star Wars in my life for at least once a year, right? It's not going away. Yeah, because like, of all the television. Yeah, because of all the, and dude, I'm telling you, you are not on the high I'm on right now because you didn't get because they, they didn't stream they didn't show the footage from Mandalorian. That is meant for the OT old OG watchers of Star Wars and everyone will enjoy it. But yeah. I'm just saying that that people are, are always saying like, oh, there's certain things about that I missed from the original trilogy. Favreau and Filoni, they got that and that's their approaching it. Because I said resistance and and forces of destiny. I can't stand when people say, "Oh, why are they making this for kids? They're ruining my Star Wars." No, they're not. They're making it for different ages. Right. My seven year old can watch those shows and love them, and she should be able to. The same reason they make books for younger kids, and they make books for us. Right, right, right. right. All right. So, um, all right. Just just because I want to talk about the Mandalorian, and we can wrap it up with the Mandalorian. But just to wrap up with Episode Nine, okay. Um, how long do you think before we get another closer look at the movie? Because I still felt like when like when you saw it, like it was a cool trailer. It was Star Wars. Ray was there. The shot with the ship was cool. You know, there was like Lando stuff was a little predictable. You know, like the you didn't the, like the Lando shot. I mean, yeah, it was a cool. You know, it. but 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 it's like a send up Lando shot. Yeah, you know, great. like. It doesn't in any way like give us like anything about the story. Anything but, about the story. But it's a teaser. That's right. that's the, that's 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 been the format forever. It's like if you look at the it is the format. It is the yeah, format. The teaser, I, I, the teaser that crushed with the Chewy I'm home like that. That didn't give away anything about the story. That just no. got you hyped, and and that that was the point. The point was to get you hyped again. But are, but are you hyped because of what? Like, is it? Are we hyped just because it's Star Wars? Is is, is I think there's a mixture. I think there's. I think each person is hyped for different reasons. I think there are some people, probably like yourself, that are hyped because you want to see things that maybe you didn't see in the last one. There are other people who are hyped because yes, it's Star Wars. There are other people hyped because it just looks like a good damn movie. It looks like fun. This looks like a good space adventure. That's why. To the essence of why I like these movies are they fun space adventures with freaking space samurais, man. Right. Like that to me, that's we haven't had a lot of samurais recently. No. But yes. And I think that's going to change in this one. I think that JJ is aware of that. Like it's been it's been a big complaint from a lot of people is that it just hasn't had a lot of that stuff lately. It's like the force has almost been like ignored in certain things. Yeah. And I know I get it. The last one is all about the force, but in the way that we wanted it, you know, <laughs> right. it's like so. Right. I think that that's going to come back a little bit more in this one, and I think it's just going to be straight out. Fun Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. So look, um, I'm I'm pumped about it. I'm I'm waiting to see what else drops on it. I I saw the trailer so many different times, and I gotta say, I think I enjoyed the Last Jedi trailer a little bit more. But like, it's good to see that JJ thing back in it. Where now we're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, like just going into it. Yeah, like we have so many questions now again. Yeah, you know, like so. Anyway, so all good. Um, there's, there's the other thing, Mandalorian, yes, but you also fall in order. Um, so fall in order. So, so like for me, like my priority list is really like obviously episode nine. To to be honest with you, I'm very interested in this um, in this Vader Immortal VR. Oh yeah, game. I didn't get a chance to play it, but I hear great things about it. Yeah. Perry and uh, Emma both played it, and it, it it sounded from their description of it, it sounded very much like um, uh, Trials of Tatooine. No. The Apprentice one, the the, the for, Force Unleashed 
Force Unleashed. It sounded very because because I don't think Perry's played Force Unleashed because I, I maybe she has, but I but I said to her she described it and I said it sounds like Force Unleashed. And she said Trials of Tatooine more so maybe in gameplay, right? But the story yeah, Trials of Tatooine is like a five minute demo. Yeah, it's I know I played a, it. You you I played it with it's when you're by the Falcon and you yeah, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. It, it's that like from what they're saying this your Vader's apprentice like he he he, he recruits you finds you he teach he teaches you and like it's it sounds like Force Unleashed just from that alone yeah. Um, but from what they say, this twenty-minute experience, the wireless Oculus was was like nothing they've ever done before, and it sounds it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but look, the thing I'm you know I, I'm really really excited about because it's like it's the last connection I have to the prequels mm-hmm. is the Clone Wars. Yeah. So you you got to see some footage. You went to the panel of the yeah. Clone Wars. Like was Filoni there? Oh yeah, definitely. It was Filoni, Sam Witwer, D. Bradley Baker. Uh, I think Warwick Davis hosted it. Oh, and, that's cool. And um and Ashley um. Eckstein, who voices Ahsoka Tano, was was there also, and yeah, man, they're just they told the stories of kind of how it came to be. Basically, I think it was Carrie Beck and and someone else from when they were talking about Disney Plus, they they had talked to Dave about wanting to bring it back. He's like, yeah, I'd like to bring it back. I don't know if I can. It's like it's not easy because if you think about it, in a creative standpoint, he was. Working on a lot of other things. He's working on Mandalorian at this point. He's got other things that he's working on. Plus the fact, right as a writer, you're so used to writing a certain characters in one time period and differently. Like Ahsoka Tano, for example, she was a lot older when he's writing her, and then you got to go back to write her as like a young teenager or whatever she was, right? So right. you got to go back there. Um, but he was like, you know what? I never got to finish. I always wanted to finish it. I always wanted to wrap it up. Let's do it. And he had a lot of the team that was still working, that worked on Clone Wars, that are working on Rebels. So he's like, let's do this. And he, and and he he did it. And he brought. They told fun stories about the cast. And and then they talked about kind of what's going on. Like D. Bradley Baker plays all the clones. You know. Mm. So they're bringing in the Bad Batch. You remember the Bad Batch situation? They're bringing them back. Um, they showed a little scenes of where the Bad Batch just basically, they're almost like Arnold's squad from Predator. They're just mm-hmm. locking people down. And they take out the droids. They have a really cool scene where they're- So you guys got to see some footage. Saw that footage of when they, they take out all the droids. And they, they would set up each car- each cast member on kind of what they were doing. And then they showed like a scene. Then they showed Ahsoka. Ahsoka goes to uh, Underground. She goes to the underworld of uh, 1313 in Coruscant. Oh, nice. And she's kind of going, she, she's on the speeder and- or the ship and it and it kind of shorts out and and she's and then she's kind of falling through down you know she meets these two sisters but I think it probably happens it's like the, sh- the ship gets sabotaged she lands in the underworld and she gets involved with these two sisters who then they've gone on these adventures and then she eventually gets back with the with the clones and she and she's walking with Anakin in the hallway and and they're calling her commander or general one of the two and she's like don't call me that anymore I'm, I haven't earned it and, and, and Rex is like understood general. You know, right, it's, right. it's, it's just respect. Sure. So they, they, they're going to – it looks like, especially from the trailer. Did you see the trailer? Uh, no. It lo- oh, well, well, I saw the first trailer, the announcement I think trailer. That they, I think that they released the, the newest trailer online. Oh, okay. I believe okay. that they okay, did. Okay, I haven't seen it. Um, but she – it looks to me that Ahsoka is the star of this of these of this final season. Um, and rightfully so because, because, oh, what they did show and then, then – this is in the trailer. But they talked about – and then Sam talked about – how he had always wanted to see for the longest time. They keep talking about the seas of Mandalore. They never, they never, you know. He kept asking Dave before they had announced that Clone Wars is coming back. He would always ask, like, "What happened? Like, how? Like, tell me as a fan. I want to know." And Dave's like, "Nah, I'm not going to give that to you yet." 
And Sam always thought that was weird. Like, why wouldn't tell him? So they're going to explore the season of Mandalore this season and how it all went down. And because remember in Rebels that Ahsoka and Darth Maul have talked about how they've met before and how they've clashed before. But, like, when did that happen? In the trailer, you see them lock sabers. And he's like, Mm. I was expecting Kenobi. Why are you here? And then psh, 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 they start fighting. Nice. It, was, it was really cool. And and Kenobi and Anakin get a little screen time in this. I don't know if I, I – maybe – Anakin definitely. I don't know. I, well, Obi-Wan's definitely in it because they had James Arnold Taylor who voiced him in Clone Wars is coming back. Right. So he was he was there. He was on the panel. They brought him out later on. Um but I don't know. I don't remember seeing him much in the trailer, but that's not to say he's not in it. I just they didn't focus on him the way they did Ahsoka. Yeah. All right. And then now to, to uh, wrap it up, man, The Mandalorian. You're telling yeah. me that, this is, that this, is the, this is it. This is the thing that you walked out of that the most excited about. Absolutely. And just before I get into it, too, the, I won't go into a full description of it, too, but uh, fall in order. I'm surprised oh, yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, want yeah. to go into that more. So, so look, uh, um, for me, with, with EA, EA has a very bad track record with yeah. me when it yeah. comes to, uh, to Star Wars licensed video games. So... I'm going to, like, of course, I saw the trailer. I think actually Caboose on our channel did an excellent uh, breakdown. Yeah, yeah, breakdown of it. And it, look, we're looking at a single player game. Do you like Respawn? So, you know, yeah, yeah. Because Respawn's working with EA. Yeah, look, Caboose, I think, said it very well on our video. You guys should go check out the video on Collider Games. But that he thinks that it, it feels to him a little bit like the way that Insomniac was dealing with the Spider-Man game. Mm-hmm. And that they were so passionate about the Spider-Man game that even though it's not perfect, it's one hell of a Spider-Man game. Yeah. Um, that Caboose is getting that same kind of vibe about this game. So I'm excited about that. I didn't love the character design of the main dude. Oh, you didn't? Okay. You know, he doesn't... Cal. Really, Cal, yeah. He'd like kind of... Yeah, you know, I didn't love the character design of the main dude. But if it's a if it's an awesome Jedi game that really explores... Jedi fight mechanics in an interesting way and gives you a great story. You'll be on board. Oh my god! Well, of the, course. The I mean, story I'm buying it day one. There's no doubt yeah, about that. The story sounds um, pretty cool. It's, you know, it's it's we've seen it before. It's very similar to kind of what Kane and Jarrus and a lot of the Jedi that did survive were going through. And the this guy Callie, he's it's right after Order sixty six, and, and he's a younger Jedi, right? He's yeah, like, yeah. And it's, it's after it's it's after Order sixty six goes down. He's working like a mining company, trying to stay low, and then eventually gets himself involved in the fight. And he's with his his old Jedi master. I believe, um, or she was, and she, he, he wind up uh, working alongside with her. But then, not the seventh sister who was in Rebels, which was Sarah, voiced by Sarah Michelle Geller. The second sister who was introduced in Vader Seventeen, she shows up. So they're connecting canon from cam- comics into the video game, which I liked, and I'm on board for that. Mm. So I liked what they showed so far, and it is to me more exciting than anything that Battlefront or Battlefront Two did because this is more about play this game to further the story and yeah. get the Star Wars. Experience. Right, right. We're, we're, with Battlefront, they had a good campaign, and I played yeah. through the campaign of Battlefront too. But it obviously wasn't the sole focus of the game. No, it know? wasn't. This is this is purely yeah. about story. Do you know if the game is an open sandbox like architecture type game? I don't know. I don't know enough about. It. I think that like 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 Spider Man. You mean? Yeah. I think it is. I think that's kind of what they said. Or um, like or like Red Dead Redemption Two. I, th- I think so, but but don't quote me on that. Yeah, yeah. Look, um, anyway, yeah. Um, it's coming out in November or something. Yeah. Right? Dude, all all of it's like it's this year's crazy end, for Star, Star Wars. Wars huh? It's it's going to be a big Star Wars year. Clone Wars, Mandalorian, Episode Nine, and Fallen Order. It's crazy, yeah. but yeah, man. So Mandalorian. So I was, 
you know, if you watch Jedi Council or listen to Jedi Council, you know that I've been kind of banging the drum for Mandalorian yeah, for a long time. Yeah, you were the most excited about. Dave Filoni, to me, is the guy who knows Star Wars the best. I mean, he just is. He was trained by the master. He, he learned the fundamentals of what the Force is, storytelling in Star Wars, and you saw it in, in Rebels and in Clone Wars and all this yeah. stuff. He just knew how to do it. He knew how to get his composers to, to with Kevin Kiner, how to get Kevin Kiner to kind of play the music. Kevin Kiner comes up with his own music, but Dave yeah, has yeah. to use him inside of the scenes. And the development of the characters, the development of lore that he created in Mandalore and just all these things that he has done. And then to know that he's getting involved with Jon Favreau, who he's worked with on Clone Wars and Rebels, it was a good pairing from, from the get. Um, to hear them talk and like Favreau wrote four scripts before he even signed a contract. He wrote four scripts, and it was it was. They didn't say this, but the way that he hinted it, he really wanted to make a Boba Fett series, mm. and so he was. I think he wrote like Boba Fett, like uh, inside of these things. But they basically told him, you know, he this is this part of speculation. This part wasn't wasn't confirmed, but uh, he wrote like he wrote like a script on Christmas, sent it to Dave. They finally read it. It's like this is really good. Then they started working together. They 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 signed him on, um, and then the Mandalorian just kind of came to be. And it's five years after Return of the Jedi. And it's what they said, which I loved, and they've made this clear in novels also, is that just because the Republic won, it doesn't mean that everything's right in the galaxy. It's like the same thing. It's just just another government running things. And it's like there's going to be craziness, and things are still – at people, it's still lawlessness happening. And the bounty hunter of the Mandalorian, he works for Carl Weathers, who – his name is – what is it? Not Fear – I can't remember. Grief something. Grief something. And he, he Grief is in, in charge of all the Mandalorian, all the bounty hunters and gives them kind of missions and stuff. And he sends them off on this mission to do some stuff. But he's he's a gunslinger. He's They, they referenced him. They, they compared him to like anything that uh, Clint Eastwood did in the Western, Westerns back in the mm-hmm. 60s. So it was like no nonsense. And you saw it because they showed a scene. Well, the, before we get into the scene. They also talked about how they wanted to go back to the kind of old school way Star Wars was made in like the 70s to work with the models. And, and they said they just wanted to try to do models like once to shoot it the way that they did just to mess around. And they said once they announced that, they basically had a lot of these employees from Lucasfilm that wanted to um, play into and play with the models and, 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 all, and all that just to, 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 because they were so excited about it. Then they showed test footage of that and it looks really cool and you see it. But then they showed a scene. And the scene is great. It has, um, and this is a little bit of a spoiler for you guys if you don't want to know what, what the scene was, so you've been warned. The scene takes place, and it's, and it's, Mandalorian, by the way, never takes his helmet off. The whole entire time that we saw stuff, never takes it off. Got that same kind of mystery that Boba Fett had back yeah. in the day. And he's sitting down, and he's playing, and he's talking to Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers pays him and tells him he's got this job to do, and he, they're in this cantina. But as they're walking up to the cantina, by the way, that uh, the, the monkey lizard, the, the one from... Uh, that uh, it's a salacious crumb. Salacious crumb. That's um, what it is. But it's it, it, whether it's not salacious or not. But it's yeah. it's it, it's roasting, and, and and someone's about to eat it, right? And then there's another one, kind of like peering out in a cage. Um, but then the Mandalorian walks through and goes through this um, this hallway, and as it gets to the hallway, that thing from Jabba's palace that pops up, the little ball that's and and he just, he answers, he goes through the hallway, the music playing by the same composer of Black Panther is out of control, he walks up to this gate, the gate opens up and there's stormtroopers in there. Now remember, this is five years after the fall of the Empire, so the the stormtroopers are pretty much like Nazis on the run, Mm. but they're there with Warner Herzog, who is like again uh, this old imperial. He's got an imperial sign on, and, too, and he's like he's the old imperial 
uh, whatever he is, a gen- general or yeah. I mean, this is an excellent thing for Thrawn to be in. Uh, well, Thrawn at this point is out in the outer regions. He's he's gone. He's he, at the end of Rebels. He's he's lost. He's lost. Yeah. So maybe maybe not. But isn't Rebels is way before? Oh, no, no, Rebels this, is after this. This is after this. Yeah, this is right, so, so he's not lost yet. You know, he's lost. He re- he was lost at the end. He was lost around the time of Jedi. So he was lost before because right because I'm Rebels, thinking about the Timothy Zahn throne. This yeah, is no. exactly because right. he consolidated the uh, the uh, the Imperial fleet. Yeah, yeah. Rebels Rebels ends at like right before Episode Four, but then they do like a fast forward, and then it ends right after Jedi. Um, and Ezra and Thrawn are still gone. Gotcha. So, but anyway, Werner Herzog, creepy as hell in this scene. But there's a, what's really cool is that at one point the, the Mandalorian standing up, and the and the stormtroopers all pull blasters on him, and he really quickly has blasters on all of them, and they say we have you outnumbered four to one. He goes, I like those odds, right, right. and it's like badass, right? And then this, I forget who the the guy is who comes into plays the doctor, but he basically he, he's all freaked out when he sees the Mandalorian with the, with the blaster. They sit him down. Werner Herzog has a conversation with him again, gives him another job, basically tells him, okay, listen, we want, we need you to bring this guy back. And the bottom line is bring him back dead, less money, bring him back alive, more money. But Werner Herzog's like, either way, it's fine. And the doctor's like, no, bring him back alive. So he's got that. That's that's kind of what he, they, you can tell. Werner Herzog wants the Empire to be back in power. Mm. And this dude's just doing a job. And right. he walks out. He's just like, don't you want to see back when Mandalorians are in power and this is in power? And, and he just ignores him and walks out. Right. Then the trailer plays. And they show the trailer. And, and you see. And this is not online. None of this is online. And then uh, Gina Carano uh, is plays this old is ex rebel soldier who gets involved with Mandalorian. You know, get, you see them kind of tussle a little bit. They, they have a fight, and then she joins him with a fight. But then you see um, uh, Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad. He's leading the the, the stormtroopers and mm. burning down villages. And and then there's a shot of Gina Carano who almost has like Jesse Ventura's gun from from Predator, mm. and but it's like shooting out you know blaster stuff, and it, she's firing down. I think it's stormtroopers. And there's an I, everyone thinks it's IG88. I don't know if it's IG88, but it's certainly an IG droid. And he's standing up, very similar to what Rocket Raccoon was doing in uh, in, in Infinity War. Mm. And he's just firing at at everything in, in in its way. And the music's playing, and the tone looks good. It's it, it's darker. It's just it just looks like everything I want out of Star Wars. It looks so good. Yeah, that's look. That's, first of all, I mean, can you imagine if we get? A Star Wars TV show that can be like a Breaking Bad or like right. a Game of Thrones, or at least something a little older. Yeah, just next thing get something that something dark, but good, yeah. something good. You yeah. know. So look, I um, I'm I'm very excited. I'm not sure how much time we're deep into this, but I think we've been on here. We've for been a on while. for a bit. Yeah, once you took your pee break, nobody knows that you did that though. So <laughs> right. behind, we went, we're behind the scenes. Right. Well, look, man, I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface. Yeah, we'll talk about on Jedi Council too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good, good. Um, look, I'm excited about. Um, Episode nine, obviously, Mandalorian. I'm like trying to like not think about it too much so that I'm pleasantly surprised. Once you see it, you're gonna you be know? singing a different song, dude. I'm telling it you, it looks dope as shit. It's huh? it's, it's incredible. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. It was everything what, that. What's I the name of the main actor again? I really like that. Pedro dude. Pascal. And yeah, he Pedro is Pascal. pumped to be on this show. He yeah, because like pumped. he came out on stage. He was he's that pumped. panel was too. That panel was Filoni and uh, and Favreau, right? 
Filoni and Favreau, and then they brought out uh, Carano and, and Carl Kathleen Weathers. Kennedy also was part. She of was there for like two seconds. She just wanted to. She was. She was there to basically just introduce the guys, talk a little bit how they're pumped up to be working with John Favreau, and um, and then they then they brought out Carl Weathers, who did a, a, an Apollo Creed. I want you. I want you. He did it to the crowd, which oh, is right. amazing. Yeah. Um, and they talked about their characters, Gina Carano. Uh, they all talked about the enthusiasm of Favreau and and Filoni and why they were so pumped up to. To work, what they also did, they talked about it was that the uh, the five hundred first, like they needed, Favreau said he needed a bunch of stormtroopers, but they didn't have, they didn't have enough, they didn't have enough stormtroopers, and Dave Filoni called the five hundred first, mm-hmm. and the five hundred first came in and, and were actual active stormtroopers inside of um, that's the cool. show. Yeah, I think the five hundred first gave us a very nice yeah. honor, right? Yeah, they, they, we got. I believe that we were indicted into the Belgium cha- uh, chapter. I believe. <laughs> I believe. I got to get. Yeah. I, Ken hasn't brought mine yet, so I, we'll, yeah, I'll yeah. talk about it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, my dude. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. We missed you. Yeah. Should have been there. Yeah, next. Is there one next Anaheim. Show? It's next, next year. year. They announced okay, it in good. Anaheim. Next year you can drive there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, <laughs> cool. that one I'll go to. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. What about Galaxy Legend? Anything fun there? You mean Galaxy's Edge? Yeah. The, the, that one will go a little bit more depth on Jedi Council, but it's, that one to me was probably my most disappointing panel. Yeah. Not because I don't want to see it. It just felt like there was nothing that brand new except like Coke cans that had alien language on it. Do you um, – because usually this is like once – like we know we're closing out the show. This is where yeah. Riley takes us out. But um, last thing, any chance of Hayden Christensen being in episode nine? Is there a chance? I mean, of course, if you want to get into the the possibilities of Force users and the fact that even Luke says, we've taught you everything. Do I think he's going to be in it? No. I don't think the emphasis has been on him enough. Yeah. I don't care if he's taking I mean, pictures. I thought that um, in episode seven, they did such a nice job of setting up the Kylo uh, grandfather connection. Yeah. And they didn't really go back to that again. You know, they, you had those two awesome scenes. Right. And then it never really happened again. Yeah. That one I think probably will, might get lost. It might get lost. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to try to take us out? Or? Sure. I mean, I think one of the things, too, that is, is you, it's always about interaction with the fans and to see what how they're feeling any theories that we came up with that you think um please mention in the comments for sure but anything that you really took away from celebration that we a did cover or b didn't cover things that you want to talk about things that you want to hear mark and mark talk about next week on the show make sure that you comment and if you haven't listened to this show you know whether you're on the way to work or at the gym you should and it's a it's it's one of our more popular podcast feeds out there so go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe to the Jedi Council feed, uh, rate, leave reviews. That always helps. And do it with all of our shows. We've got a lot of cool things going on here. And subscribe to the main channel of Collider. But for the, the darkest of Sidious is uh, Mr. Mark Fernandez. I'm going to sign off for him. I'm Christian Harloff, a.k.a. Darth Harloff. Rise. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little chico pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. 
you know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 